Doberman is the balls-out tail of a roundhouse kicking, bear shotgunning, dodge stealth driving badass with a badge, shamed into years of personal exile. But now he's back, and has only one thing on his mind, revenge. And ladies, and pretzels, but mostly revenge. It's always sunny in Philadelphia, scribe Scott Motter and Rob Roselle, along with Jack Lambert, take us on a laugh-out-loud ride along the crime-ridden streets of today's Los Angeles, with a hero lifted from your most beloved 80s action movie. Simply put, if Sylvester Stallone, Steven Seagal, and John Claude Van Damme had a love child, Frank Doberano, aka Doberman, would be that bastard's name. problem. I like we could do a podcast and it would be a million times better than whatever that drivel was we were listening to. What the hell is a podcast? What is that? The future of radio, you jabronis. Heyo, and welcome to the Always Sunny Cast. I'm your co-host Eric. And I'm co-reader Ross. And this is the podcast where we usually go through It's Always Sunny, episode by episode, scene by scene, but not today because this is a bonus episode. <laughs> a book report. <laughs> this is a book report episode. Yeah, that's right. Because, yeah, today we're talking about the comic book Doberman by our two favorite Always Sunny writers, Scott Modder and Rob Roselle. And we thought it would just be a fun, interesting little bonus episode episode to do, just like uh, talk about this comic book here, because uh, it's interesting that they wrote a comic book together. Yeah, it's cool. Uh, it's an excuse for us to do something different in between seasons, and why not explore the other works of our favorite writers? Yeah, and uh, I know, okay, we're from Boston. People have mentioned our Boston accents. We're going to be saying... Doberman quite a bit this episode and what we mean I suppose is Doberman <laughs> okay but we but say we're, it we're not going to be saying that <laughs> yeah we're not going to be saying that I'll try my best to not sound crazy saying Doberman over and over and over but we'll see <laughs> we'll see what happens uh I want to get that out of the way because I knew I, I was thinking how self-conscious I, I was thinking like oh man I have to say that word over and over uh yeah uh Ross before we get into this uh, comic book here, I got a quick little email and a shout out to William H., who emailed Macy? us in some... William H. Macy <laughs> is writing us? Could be. <laughs> Could be. I don't know. Uh, yeah, William H. Uh, emailed in, and he had some nice info here on, on guns and calibers and Frank's pistol, his little pistol. You know, he's not afraid to use it. Uh, that pistol, you know, remember he shoots Cricket in the hand? In this Storm of the Century episode, yes, when they're in the bunker, right? We must have been talking on that episode that, like, we're like, man, that Frank's gun looks like it would blow his hand off, you know, because he has that little bullet hole. Oh yeah, yeah, <laughs> he's like a right through his hand. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And he just setting us, he's setting us, he's schooling us, he's taking us to school, and that probably, he's saying that probably could and would happen. That Frank's gun would be shooting a smaller caliber, and it probably would just go through a hand like that, like in the movies. It blows people's hands off and stuff. Oh, but that's okay. Not gonna happen. You know what I mean? It's a, that's a movie thing. So it would um, just put a hole through his hand. Yeah, like Frank's gun's not as crazy, I guess, as we assumed it was. Okay. Well, I mean, uh, what do we know? But at that range, <laughs> you'd expect some heavy damage. You'd think, but yeah, I guess it's soft tissue. It just comes out. I mean, the the exit wound would be worse. Uh, you know. 
he also ha- he also here has uh he points out some eye stuff and like all the things that have happened to all the people's eyes around the always sunny game <laughs> okay, and, there's, very and a specific. lot of them a lot of them do have some pretty <laughs> so a lot of eye injuries and stuff happens around the gang well yeah i mean with that kind of knowledge it was definitely william h macy yeah i mean yeah totally as yeah so yeah he screws us about everyone's eyes and uh uh thank you and he also wants one of our tiny little pins so i'm gonna send one else i haven't done it yet i'm sorry <laughs> we, as of this recording. we still have some I do have some, yeah. I got a couple, yeah. I just found them, actually, recently. You might have to give me one, because <laughs> I had one, and it was sitting on my desk at work, and my yeah. desk got swept away by a flood. Are you joking right now? <laughs> no. Why would that be a joke? <laughs> what would insane. be the joke, Because that's insane. What do you mean? What flood? There, there was a flood by my work, and it just wiped out my entire office, so like maybe two months ago. What the fuck? Yeah, it was a flash they flood. S- they didn't spend time looking for the pin? <laughs> I, I put in my own hours looking <laughs> for the thing. Damn. All right. Well, I, you know what? I will send you a couple. I, I definitely have some on my jackets and stuff I can I can pull off. But yeah, no, I'm going to send you out. William H., thanks for the email. We will, I, I will send you out a pin very soon. Uh, all right, Ross. Uh, let's get into this, uh, this Doberman comic book here. Uh, yeah, Doberman, created and written by Scott Motter, Rob Roselle, and Jack Lambert. Pencils and inks by Brandon McKinney, colors by Zach, and colors by Zach Atkinson. That's hard for me to say. Say it for me. Atkinson? Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. I don't know who any of those other guys are, but... Uh, they help make this comic book, I guess. And, and reading this comic book, I mean, it is so obviously the guys from Always Sunny. You know, you know what I mean? It's like it's ridiculous. So much of the same sense of humor. Um, a lot yeah, of like this similar character traits, or a, l- a lot of the things like w- we will reference, like the stop downs, like happen yeah, yeah, yeah. in this comic book. <laughs> like, so if you're a fan of that type of like dialogue, uh, I think you'd love this comic. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What, but I was going to ask at the beginning, but I guess I'll ask now before we jump into the first page here. Russ, what is your relationship with comic books? Is this your first comic book? Uh, no, this isn't my first comic book. I do. I did read the X-Files comic book series for a while. I don't know if you remember that. Nice. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Our mutual friend Stephanie used to meet me at work and hand off <laughs> comic books. <laughs> like, like it was some sort of shady deal. <laughs> yeah, because she worked at the comic book shop. I um, I never read those ones. Were they good? Yeah, they were pretty good for what they were. They were extending the X Files universe, which I appreciate. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I'm a, I've grew up comic books. Comic books were huge to me. I mean, I was gonna say you're I more a, of the comic book guy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, comic books were in and out of my life for a long time. Uh, but you know, re- like recently, lately, I don't really read much anymore. Katie's much more fiance. Katie's much more the comic book reader than me. But she reads like not superhero comics. She'll read like indie comics and just horror comics and just not really like, superhero, not Marvel stuff. Yeah, like the really uh, subgenre stuff. Yeah, 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 yeah. I-, I like that stuff too. And I was actually, but I, you know, I, I like, I like it all though. I like it, but DC is something I never really got into. But Marvel. 
I could talk Marvel forever. That was like my whole life growing up. Marvel was in and out of my life. That seems to be uh, a, a very common like opinion. I, I for, as an outsider to comic books, like there's always right. like this DC versus Marvel, and um, yeah, I don't have a dog in the race, but I think the Marvel movies are kind of better sometimes. I- I'm a 90s kid. I mean, I grew up in the 90s, so it was all X-Men all the time. I mean, even the rest of the Marvel Universe to me was, until I was older, was pretty, like, just far away. Like, Captain America or, like, Thor. This is stuff I never touched or thought about when I was a kid, ever. It was all X-Men all the time. And Spider-Man, too. Spider-Man would leak his way in there because Spider-Man's cool. (laughs) <laughs> but other than that, it was really just X Men stuff. I want that was all there was. Like it's as far as comic books were concerned, they were only X Men. And did you have a favorite character? Yeah, Gambit. If you yeah, Gambit. The guy you that throws Gambit cards, right? Yeah, yeah. I'm proud of you. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's literally all I know about him is he throws <laughs> cards. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I used to enjoy him. Him and Wolverine, of course. I know Wolverine's the easy answer, but it's true. He's he's the goat. I mean, come on. Hugh Jackson. But let's get in. Yeah, let's get. But let's get into this comic book here in front of us here. Uh, and uh, yeah, Russ. So the cover here, the Doberman cover. There's 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 a bunch of different covers for the or, or there's a couple of different I guess. But we have the I have the trade paperback, the one that has all the books together. I believe you do too, right? The one that just has all the books. Yeah, I was gonna say because they do sell them individually as well. Right. But we have the Cause, comprised cause, version. Because the co- the cover of this one, where it says Doberman, and there's like a little thing of pretzels. <laughs> we'll find out later about the pretzels, and he's like punching someone through glass, right? Yeah, it looks like he's throwing. Oh, he's throwing them, someone. He's like, yeah, he's throwing. The guy's like upside down. It's a typical criminal with a mask on. Yeah, he's throwing him through glass. He's got a pretzel in his mouth. This cover is okay, but if you open it up, there's a second cover, which is like the exclusive yeah. cover. This is this is what caught my eye when I first saw this comic book. It says LA is. I have a poster of this Ross. It came with a comic book I bought. I have a and I have it up on my wall. Oh, I'm so it says LA, LA is a junkyard. Meet the dog, and he's. He's standing there looking like an 80s badass. <laughs> oh, yeah. He's, he's got the hair. He's got the sunglasses. Yeah. The fingerless he's gloves. A, yeah, this character of Doberman. Yep. He, he's, got the, he's got a pretzel in his mouth instead of a cigarette. And I think the best detail of this is if you look at his sunglasses, <laughs> he's wearing like aviator sunglasses. There's a reflection of just a woman's cleavage. He could, just breasts. He could be looking at Frank's billboard. Yes. <laughs> you, you could say yes yes and that is so funny to me to have the reflection just be cleavage it's just like it's so stupid it's uh, <laughs> that's funny. Uh, the one way to add like sex appeal to character this. Like, yeah like character to him yeah he's a sleazeball too <laughs> you know <laughs> yeah. yeah so the comic book starts and we open up on a flashback los angeles back in the day and uh do you know what kind of do you know what kind of car if you had a guess what kind of car this is what do you think he's driving here um, dude, I, a Corvette? I have no idea. I know it's not. Yeah, it's kind of, it's it's sleek kind of like that. I can see why you would think that. It has but a it's body actually on this, it. it. Yeah, it's actually this car called a Dodge Stealth is the type of car this is. And this is a car from the 90s. So it's kinda, it's not really like an 80s. Like you would think he'd be driving some sort of muscle car, some sort of V8 muscle car. But he's not. He's driving a, a V6 Dodge Stealth, I believe. Well, I I want to ask you since you said it's like a, a '90s car, I was gonna say when would you think this takes place? Like '91, like because it 
it starts out back in the day. So there is no says, time yeah. period to it. <laughs> yeah. And then later on, it just says present day. So, it, yeah, there's no. But I would say, and nothing distinguishes it when it says back in the day and then to present day. There's not much of a distinguished. Oh, yeah. <laughs> there's no, like, deter- there's nothing, <laughs> like, setting it in a different time. Like, everything's essentially the same. You know what's funny though? Because there is a because we're gonna find. A, oh, by the way, we should. I don't. We should have said this up top. I don't know why I'm thinking of this now. We're spoiling this book. If you don't read this book, like or whatever, we're gonna spoil it. Yeah, we're gonna spoil it, but we're just gonna really like skim over it. Give us uh, some some of the best dialogue. Yeah. Some of the. Yeah, but it's gonna be the plot and everything is gonna be spoiled. Oh yeah, we're talking about the plot. So if, if you didn't want to hear that, <laughs> uh, get out. Because later on, we find out he like he like goes into exile for so many years and kind of goes away from society. So he comes back and he asks questions like like What do you think life is like now?" And he, he asks some pretty crazy <laughs> questions. We'll talk about like, it's one of the best jokes I think. <laughs> uh, but yeah, he's driving this Dodge shelf. He's drinking a beer and eating pretzels. Like, this is a, this is an officer of the law drinking a beer here while he's driving. Yeah, he seems to be above the law. Like his character yeah, above. is above the law, even within yeah. the police department itself, <laughs> right? And they, yeah, exactly. And they draw him, and they they draw him, and they car- and they like they they his character is like rigs from Lethal Weapon. Okay, we're like you know what I mean. Like he's like wearing jeans. He's got the long hair. Yeah, he's like. super casual about being a. Officer. Yeah, well, being a police officer, yeah, super casual. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, gun and in the pants. Like. Just like any 80s, 90s action movie, you got to start it off with a robbery in a convenience store where he happens to be and he saves the crime. So that's basically what happens. He's in a convenience store and it starts to get robbed. Yeah, and he and jumps into hero mode, you know, like business as usual. Him. Yeah, he does. He does it in a kind of badass way. He kicks the shit out of these guys. Yeah, like it's not a big deal. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. He's, he's super, super casual cool the, the whole time. <laughs> like guns are out. He's just like whatever. Um, there's this weird, there's this weird line here where like he's act, he's acting all casual. So the one of the robbers says, "What are you a freak or something?" And his reply, his reply <laughs> is t- too real. <laughs> I got my nipples pissed when I was in junior high school. I don't know if that qualifies me as a freak, per se, but my dad sure thought I was. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> nipples pissed. It's kind of revealing. <laughs> yeah. I, I do want to talk about while he's, like, shopping around, he does have this, like, flirtatious moment with, like, some lady in the store. But also we get oh, a shot right. of, like, what's in his cart, his, like, hand cart. Oh, that's right. <laughs> and I'd like to read the buying. contents of that from what yeah, I can yeah, tell. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So we have uh, mustard, which I think we could attribute that to his pretzels. Yeah, I guess. So he has a thing, like, it's never really explained or really brought up at all, but he sort of chews on a pretzel how you would chew on a cigarette or a cigar or something. Yeah, like, he keeps always one in a pretzel his mouth. Or toothpick. Yeah, it's always a pretzel in his mouth, yeah. And then he has what I think is motor oil. And uh, two boxes of condoms. But the condoms yeah, are different <laughs> brands. <laughs> well, one of them kind of just says condom. Yeah, he got right, the gen- that that I guess he got the generic version and then he got the Trojans. <laughs> yeah, I guess so. He just opens up like a what they call a playpen. Was that a magazine playpen or 
Was it Playboy and Playpen? I guess I we know. could Google it. I mean, I'm not gonna. Uh, we're too. I, by the, magazines were too like before my time. Like the idea of magazines, it's kind of like. So I don't remember like Playboy. You know what I mean? It's kind of like. Yeah, I think you're right. I mean, it does look like it was, a, but who knows? It sounds right, but who knows? Yeah, but uh, yeah, yeah. He's flirting with this woman. Of course, he's flirting with a woman that's there. Uh, but yeah, I love this move where like he's buying beer at this convenience store and he drinks the beer in front of these like uh, criminals and he spits it into their face to start the fight. I like that. Oh, he comes out with a bang and just oh yeah, crashing through <laughs> everybody. Yeah, he's kicking this shit out and he throws him out of the out of the front window. It causes so much destruction. <laughs> and they do that cliche thing of like, "Who are you?" And he says. I'm Frank Doberano, LAPD. They call me the Doberman. Uh, Frank Doberano, and then your nickname's the Doberman? That's pretty awesome. And and then he has a thing, as we learn, that he's afraid of dogs. Right, he's afraid of dogs. Yeah, that's the the, the twist. His weakness, yeah. Now is he so? Is he traumatized? We're gonna find out later that a dog about to attack him in this flashback. Is that where he gets traumatized? Um, or was it before that? Because he seems to be on edge when the dog is coming after him. So it, maybe he had a thing with dogs before this. Uh, maybe. And so I don't his know. like fear confronted him in that moment, and he couldn't get past it. Yeah, because we're still in the flashback, and as we as we go, he's you know he's. He's kind of getting famous for this. Yeah, they got him on the news. He's a big hit at the at the station when he gets back. I love this. There's a whole scene here of him in the locker room. This is seems always sunny to me. This whole scene where he's <laughs> naked. naked. Yeah. <laughs> There's a locker scene where he's talking to his friends. He's talking to other people. They're congratulating he's just him. Hanging and he's hanging dong. <laughs> he's hanging dong. <laughs> the whole time he hugs one of his friends. His fully clothed other friend. He hugs. Uh, and he kind of gets into it with one of the other cops. That's going to come into it later. But one of the other cops sort of gives him a hard time. As you know, they, they do that in this like in these cliche cop movies where there's sort of a rivalry within. Yeah, there's always like a hard ass around that doesn't like yeah. the, the guy that's loose and cool. Yeah. Getting shit done. You, yeah. Everyone thinks you're a hero. Well, I think you're a fraud. Like one of those guys. Yeah. Uh, and they show them celebrating. And then as it goes, it shows them celebrating here at a bar. And do you notice he does this thing where he has this like, he has this like horned sharp necklace that he punches with beers with, and he shotguns yeah, to them. Yeah, shotgun. I th- is that the Italian pepper or something? It looks very similar to something like that. Yeah. So he wears this sharp necklace, and and he pokes beers with it like constantly through the whole comic book. He pokes beers with it and shotguns them. Mm-hmm. Uh, it almost made me think. That was going to come at the end where he's in, like, a fight and he has to, like, poke someone in the eye or do something with it. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what yeah. I mean? Like, like, kind of setting it up as a poker, as a, as a weapon. Yeah, it's but a it never really comes into hand, play that You way. know what I mean? Yeah. He, he, he's in a bar and he shotguns. Uh, can you imagine doing this? Can you even get a can of beer at a bar? <laughs> That's a good question. I think a good question. You can, but can you get one unopened to shotgun it? I don't I don't know. I don't know. Maybe he knows know. the bartender. I mean, he must. He was <laughs> a butt heavy, of course. Uh, <laughs> and uh, 
while he's at the bar, they get like a phone call. Typical action movie stuff. They get a phone call. They know where there's a deal going down. Oh, by the way, we should set up. He has a partner, his best friend, Hawk. They sort of meet. They hang out in the locker room and they're here together now. Hawk, his partner. Mm hmm. And Hawk is like what, maybe a few years older than him, a little more experienced. Yeah, yeah, a little more experienced. They keep talking about him being like an old man and out of shape and stuff. Because mm-hmm. they, cause they go to the, they go to this like weapons deal or whatever that's going on. It's is a drug why? deal like actually. A it's a junkyard or something. Yeah, it's like, a ju- it's like yeah, it's one of those classic just kind of in the field construction site uh, drug deals between Russians and this like politician, like rich guy. Jasper Kane. He's going to be our main bad guy. We're setting up our main bad guy here, Jasper Kane. And uh, I love, this is like total cliche. He has a very funny dialogue where he says, uh, so this is the new thing, huh? What do they call it again? Ecstasy? (laughs) I think that's how it's supposed to, I think that's a joke about how it's a flashback. Like nobody knows what ecstasy is. (laughs) It's new. (laughs) You know what I mean? (laughs) Uh, Yeah, that's like one of the only things that tells us it's at a different time. Uh, but they don't they don't call for backup. They decide to kind of rush in. Well, they do call for backup, but they don't wait for it. They yeah, decide they just kind of go in. for it. Typical action movie shit. These two badasses going into it. Fighting over who takes the lead. Yeah, of course. Fighting over who takes the lead. Um, and while they're at the top there, for some crazy reason, Hawk ties Doberman's shoes together right before they're about <laughs> to go into this battle. <laughs> like it's a prank and he, they jump out and, and I love this line Hawk says at ease disease when he points the gun at the criminals oh, at yeah. ease disease <laughs> that's a great that's a great like sounds like something Mac would say <laughs> uh, uh, and so yeah they have this sort of standoff and while he's untying his shoes Doberman a dog a big we dog we find this like a, a big dog, big yeah. snarling uh, dog comes up on uh, Doberman, and uh, you know he's in a compromising situation right now. <laughs> I mean, w- like, do you have any chance? Like, if the dog is that close to you, like, do you have any I chance? I mean, you could play dead. How, uh, how, uh, playing dead must be so hard to do, right? Especially if he's biting you and shit. <laughs> That'd be, yeah, that'd be, like, I couldn't even, like, this dog is, like, up in his face, and I just, like, think, like, and he runs away, but, like, how could you, like, you know what I mean? Like, dogs are so crazy fast, and just, like, like I don't know. Yeah, they, they have no, like, pain no receptors. <laughs> yeah, or just, like, sympathy or empathy <laughs> or, you know what I mean? Like, they're just gonna, yeah. So he, uh, so a gunfight breaks out, and... During this gunfight, of course, his his partner, his mentor Hawk, gets shot and killed. Yeah, gun down. Uh, there's a gr- gun down. There's a great little panel here of him like kicking the dog. Oh yeah, <laughs> with a nice sidekick. The dog was flying. Nice, the dog the way a human flying. would. <laughs> yeah, he just kicks the dog. The dog goes flying. Uh, shoot out. Uh, shoots down Hawk. Uh, then like the he he goes to shoot um, click, click. Doberman, yeah, and then the the police show up and he sort of throws his gun away, and we smash cut two basically. So we figure out so Jasper Kane. So for plot wise, if you're following along with us, so plot wise, 
Hawk has been killed. His best. This is we're in a flashback. Hawk, his best friend, has been killed, and the guy who did it, Jasper Kane, is taken into custody, like arrested. The cops do show up and arrest him, but not in time to save Hawk. So then we smash cut to Hawk's funeral, and this might look familiar to Always Sunny fans. What happens here? <laughs> yeah, we get the uh, the gunshot salute. Uh, the gunshot salute. Clicking, yeah. shooting till uh, the uh, clip is empty, straight into the air. Off in the <laughs> yeah. distance, t- by the way. Yeah, he's like, so yeah, they're having that like policeman funeral. All the cops are there. And he's up on like a hill sitting on his car. And just like while the funeral's happening, he's just starts shooting his gun in the air. <laughs> bam, 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 bam. Click, click, click. Until it clicks. And he drops his gun and walks away from his Dodge Stealth. And we see kind of like a little clip here where he goes into like north. He's going north. It's like uh, he's hitchhiking away. He's leaving his life behind. I think this is where the credits of the movie would come in. It would say Doberman like right here. Yeah, I, I think you're right because we saw enough of like a, a backstory. But now we got to like now the yeah. now but, yeah, it's like, starting. Yeah, that was just like the prologue. That was like just to get you familiar with okay now let's start the story here so yeah they start here in present day and we're in canada because there's a canadian guy here laying in it on real thick <laughs> yeah he's wearing a shirt with a maple leaf on it <laughs> yeah. he's calling people hosers and stuff he's laying it on real thick and th- this is dark this is like really dark yeah because this is we're entering human trafficking uh, yeah they have all these like yeah they get all these women that they're like putting into like a van they look like they're like kind of like handcuffed. Um, yeah, and they don't and look like they've been kidnapped for long. Which, yeah, and there's this like little scene here of because Doberman's close by where this is happening, and he's you, we get a shot of him and he's kind of like a like a wilderness man now. He's got this big long beard, long hair. Yeah, he's almost half man, half beast. And I love this, like, this is something else that would remind me of Mac. Like, if Mac was trying to be, like, this character, he'd be, like, friendly to nature. Like, th- he's saying to these bees, he's taking honey from bees, and he's saying, thank you, my friends. <laughs> <laughs> thank you for your gift, my friends. You know, it's like, he's, like, one with nature. Uh, yeah, so he, he and then he, he interrupts this prostitute smuggling ring, as they call it, this, this as they call it in the newspaper here but he he breaks it up he uh, we don't get to see him kick the shit out of these guys yeah but you it's see kind j- of implied he has like these bee he has like the, he has these bees. the bee honeycomb <laughs> things in his hand well, as he's attacking so is he like is him in the bees attacking these guys like he's the bees are with him <laughs> i think so he's harnessing <laughs> the power of the bees <laughs> that is really funny to like bring the bees with you you know he's got an army and his old chief sees a newspaper that a, a crazed woodsman foils Canadian prostitute ring. And his old chief from police, and, and he, his chief goes looking for him. This is very what, Rambo? Is this like what this is pulled from? Yeah, I would think so. This is kind of Rambo-esque, where a man's off in the wilderness. He's discovered. Yeah, and a guy's trying to bring him back. Yeah. Yeah, so his his old chief comes looking for him. And this is very a cool weird little joke where okay he opens the door and we see a quick little frame of a deer running out of the the deer, of the the house the little hut <laughs> yeah it's a cabin it's like a deer. and that that deer, that cabin that deer comes up later on you remember when he starts talking about the deer mm, 
Well, it's at the end of the book. We'll go through it. He, he mentions this deer and how much he loved this deer, and not like not sexually, but he, <laughs> okay. he, goes, he loved this deer. Uh, so yeah, so that deer, a deer comes running out, and uh, he finds Doberman, and it's his, it's his, it's Julian, the chief. He, he's like a main. He comes a main character, the chief. Yeah, he's one of Doberman's biggest supporters. That's what I mean. Like in these movies, there's always one on the inside that's like got his back that's helping him yeah we, we got an inside guy yeah it, it's like uh mitch Pileggi from x-files yeah you know yeah the direct like someone's gonna be helping him like on the inside <laughs> yeah the one helping hand uh he wants uh he wants doberman to come back uh, to society to help out again and he's saying doberman refuses but he leaves him like a little care package and we find out in this little care package that the uh what's his name i already forgot his name jasper kane jasper kane yeah jasper kane is out on uh out out of jail he got out of jail yeah he's on the cover of maybe a magazine that says affluence and yeah affluence in in the the headline is don't we all deserve a second chance yeah, and he's such a like you could tell he's such like a smarmy bastard. Yeah, like he paid for that ad campaign like article. <laughs> like Yeah. They always have these like w- like all these movies, these action movies have this like rich like executive villain like this. Oh yeah, like some some guy that like is of high society but also like a super criminal. Right. And he's pretending to be good to the public. Yeah, yeah. But like Always behind, on a face. he's not. <laughs> yeah. That's he's hiding in in plain sight, or at least trying to. Yeah, uh, and this this brings Doberman back. He comes back to the office, and he wants to know what's going on. And he says, "Yeah, I'm a cop, and I'm back for vengeance." <laughs> Should that like disqualify you from <laughs> being a, a cop? Force? Yes. <laughs> yeah, for vengeance. Uh, so yeah, he's 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 basically yeah he's back. And he's this fired funny up thing where about Jasper Kane getting out. Yeah, he's all fired that, up. That's what yeah, drives him back why. to the uh, police station. The force. Yeah. And he only cares about that. Like he doesn't care about being a cop and like patrolling or doing no, anything he doesn't want other to do his than job. He just wants the like okay to go hunt this guy down. <laughs> exactly. And there's this great scene. I love this where. He tells him, yeah, you know, Jasper King got out of jail. And, and Dorman gets so mad, he destroys the chief's entire office. He's, <laughs> he's, he's just, just like punching. punching shit. He punches a hole through the he's wall. Punching the wall. <laughs> he's throwing kicks. <laughs> and, like, the chief doesn't really even get mad. <laughs> Don't you love that the chief doesn't even really, he just as easy. Like, he doesn't really even get mad. It's so funny. He just kicks the shit out of the whole room. Uh... And then we get that we find out that the what is this guy? He what he's the com, he's the commissioner. What is this guy? Uh, well, on the next page it says it's Captain Tompkins now. Right, Captain. So he's above he's above both Chief and Doberman. Right, Doberman's like what street level? Street level, I guess. Yeah, but we find out it's that old dickhead uh, from his uh, his name's Tango. Yeah, Tompkins from the locker room. Yeah, the old guy. He's he's risen in the ranks at this point while while Doberman's been away, and he's a prick. He's it's, he's he, everyone. He it's he's set up as being a prick and a thorn in Doberman's ass. <laughs> but 
he still lets him sort of be a cop and do what he's doing. Yeah, he sort of cons- says he'll, like, consider it, but, it, it, like, it's already in action. <laughs> like, it's already happening. It's, like, it kind of in the always sunny way, like, it's going to happen even though we're asking. Right. Right. Uh... And this this is right here. This I think this is the moment in the comic book where it takes like it's pretty normal and a little bit funny and weird at first, but this is like w- the, a weird moment, and it gets kind of weirder from here, where the chief wants to get Doberman out of the office, so his distraction is he pours <laughs> her coffee on himself, and he says, "I burnt my dick. I burnt my dick." Like, come on, Doberman, help me with this. <laughs> That's how they get out of the office. This is like a Charlie thing to do, I think. <laughs> yeah, like you can't think of any other distraction, so you just start like you do the worst thing. Your, the worst thing, and like the way you say it too. I burnt my dick. <laughs> Can you help me with this? I was when I was reading this. That's when I was like, "What the fuck?" <laughs> like, I, I can see weird. Frank doing something like that too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I burnt my dick. We gotta get out of here. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, so yeah, so and then <laughs> there's this weird, this weird established right here where, uh, the ch- as the chief is talking, you realize he's missing a tooth, and and Doberman says like, I think you're missing a tooth, and uh, <laughs> he says must have lost it in the ruckus. The smoking makes them brittle, and that's just the first of many where like the chief is like falling apart. <laughs> yeah, he, like he's he con- deteriorates. Like it just like refuses to go to the doctor. <laughs> yeah, he's, I love that little just background thing with the chief where he's like always fucked up. Yeah, it's kind of like the chief's game. It's like a mini game. Yeah, yeah, it's like a little mini game of the chief. Like how more fucked up can he be? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but uh, I, I love this little like thing where he goes back to like the break room, or whatever, and he gets into a fight with Barracuda and Python. <laughs> so many animals working at the station. <laughs> yeah, what's up with that? I don't know. Barracuda and Python. We should start calling ourselves that. <laughs> Can I be Barracuda? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, Doman's ca- causing an issue. He's 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 making a mess, and so Chief's taking him home. And this is so funny right here. Chief says. You've been a long, you've been gone a long time, Frankie. You must have a lot of questions, Doberman. What do you mean, Chief? You don't you want to know what's happened in the world since you've been gone? <laughs> oh. <laughs> and Doberman asks, "Do they show penises going in on regular TV?" <laughs> no. Chief says, "No." <laughs> Is that it? And Do- Do- Doberman says, "I thought they would have done that by now." <laughs> What is that? Like, what even is that? <laughs> like, the, the joke. It's so ridiculous. I don't know. It's like what his expectations for the future were. <laughs> right, just the like TV would just TV. go for it. <laughs> but how far in the future can he be? <laughs> you know what I mean? It can be that long. Ten years? <laughs> right. We don't know how long this gap in, in him retreating no. to the wilderness is. No. But he's staying at some motel. He's hanging out in the kind of like a safe house. And we got a cool little montage, cutting the hair, putting on the jacket, putting the glasses back on, pretzel in the mouth, gun loaded. Car, uh, car revved. Yeah. Car revved, screeched, peels out. He look, it's pretty cool. It's cool drawing. The art of this book is good. Yeah. this Like that, that whole page is like so dope. 
And he comes walking into the police station here, and he's drinking a beer. I mean, it's the morning. It must be. <laughs> and he he he's always crushing his beer and just throwing it wherever. He does that in the in the flashback too. Oh yeah, but he gets it into the trash can that time. That's right. Yeah. Uh, and he meets this woman here who we're going to find out later. This is the police psychiatrist, but she comes walking out of the building and she wants to know, are you going to pick that up? He says, why you want to sip? And then this is my favorite dialogue in this whole book. I think right here where he says, you've got a nice build. I'm attracted to you. <laughs> what? Like, <laughs> Well, that's being honest. <laughs> I'm attracted to you. It's such a funny thing to just say, like, I'd have like no filter. It out there. Yeah. <laughs> it's very forward. But uh, she's not really into it and she's going to tow his car because he sort of just parked wherever he wanted. And inside we're going to meet our, our next character, our next character that's going to be uh, hanging out with us. I, I already forgot his name. I read the book again this morning. Oh, Isaac Newton. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Newton. Uh, Newton's getting coffee for everybody. This new character, Newton, he's kind of like a chubby, do like do gooder guy. Yeah, he's like your happy go lucky uh, guy that's like just happy to be happy on the team. <laughs> yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Uh, so Doman comes in. He's loading his gun, and we find out that Ken Newton, no relation to Isaac Newton, is his new partner. And, of course, we smash cut to him complaining that he doesn't have partners. None of yeah, these guys you, you in these movies. Alone. Yeah, of course. I mean, that's how it course. But no, no, cops have partners, so they they pair them together. Uh, I like Newton. Like, Newton is a fun character. He's great against. comic relief. And I like this, yeah, like, yeah, yeah. buddy cop thing we have going on now. Yeah, Kind yeah, of yeah, brings yeah. it into Newton, a different, like, genre now. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, they take uh, they take the Dodge Stealth out, and we f- we get some background about Newton. And you know, Newton worked the de- like the desk for nine years. He's not really a beat cop, and he has a fake prosthetic ear, <laughs> which like comes in handy later. <laughs> it does. It comes in, like helps the plot later. Yeah, but he can like remove it and take it off. Yeah, we don't and like <laughs> see. It's the weird, point of it, really, but. <laughs> Is because some guys at the restaurant he used to work at used to like make him have lobster earrings. Oh and, like, yeah, clip the lobsters to his ears and the lobster and got infected. Clip. Yeah, got infected. <laughs> so that's some nice little backstory on Newton. Back at at the office over here, we got uh the bad guy Jasper Kane, and he's doing some interviews, some fake ass interviews, uh, about his uh dog orphanage. Yeah, it's like dog orphanage, his dog foundation where he rescues dogs from South America and wherever. And he he's like doing this like fake thing for the public. You know what I mean? This is his and, uh, crime beard. Right. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> right? Yeah, it is. Yeah. This is his beard for his crime. Yeah. And uh, we get a little cut scene at the bottom here where they, he drops off, uh, Doberman drops off Newton and takes off to Kane's office on his own. <laughs> it just kind of leaves him on the sidewalk. Leaves him on the sidewalk. And I love this Jasper Kane. Like, he's, he has this little puppy during the interview, and when he's done with it, he throws it in the trash. <laughs> like a trash bin, by the way. Like a little <laughs> a trash, trash bin. bin. <laughs> he throws this, like, little cute puppy into the trash bin. He goes, can someone please get rid of this? And throws this little puppy in the trash bin. Very funny. Uh, and Doberman comes, confronts him. Uh, don't you love this, like, 
so he sees Doberman coming out the window. He's like, oh shit, Doberman's coming. Oh. And he's, <laughs> he's talking about swiveling in the chair. Yeah, this is like his like, he's like auditioning how he's going to like. Uh, Turn like, around and greet him. him. Yeah. It's been a long time, Frank. You know, it's like, and so he's like, yeah, that's what I'll do. That's what I'll, do. I'll spin around. And then someone comes in and it's just like one of his own employees. <laughs> yeah. You, he you spins around and he does it. It's a long time, <laughs> Frank. He does it. And then Frank comes, Doberman comes bursting in and he says it again. It's been a long time, Frank. He says it again. It's very funny. And even Frank, I love this too, Frank, because it's been a long time, Frank. Speak, and Doberman says, speaking of time, yours is about to run out. And then, then Kane says, nice transition. <laughs> I like Jasper Kane. He's, he's got some light, he's got some of the funnier moments in this. Yeah, he's, he's such a great, he's so bad. Like, especially those old 80s movies and, and, and 90s, like action movies, like they have to make the villain so, so bad. bad. <laughs> yeah, it's like, unbi- like, yeah, let them all die. Like, that's how bad they got to be. Yeah. And uh, this, yeah, so he's confronting Kane. He can't really do anything about it. You know, he has no evidence or anything on him. And that little puppy comes at at Doberman, and this is where we find out he has, like, a dog phobia because he's scared of this little puppy. Yeah, and he kind of gets laughed at a little bit here. Yeah. And he gets taken outside. And, oh, well, in the meantime, Newton gets called to some crime that's happening. And uh, so Doberman gets let outside. He's getting kicked out of Kane's office. And he and he meets some, like, junkie guy, drug dealer guy, I guess. Yeah, that wants this to talk com- to This guy Jasper comes into play Kane, later. But yeah. This guy Doberman comes into play later. cuts him off. Yeah. And this guy kind of spills some beans in front of, in front of Doberman. He probably shouldn't have. Uh, about, like, what Kane's up to. And then uh, oh, over at this, like, house, we got we got Newton, in, like, trying to... There's, like, a, a domestic disturbance happening. A, like, a guy's, like, beating his wife, I guess, right? Yeah, we get some implication of uh, domestic violence here. We get some, like, yeah. big oaf at the door. He's like, get out of here, cop, basically. Not, yeah, not really the, letting him in. No, and he shuts the door on him, and even, like, like his shirt somehow gets caught in the door. <laughs> Because when Doberman... Uh, <laughs> oh, yeah, right. Because when Doberman comes to like eventually meet back up with him, he, he sees him not wearing a shirt sure sitting is. on the curb. You know what? This is... before we Right before we get there, too, though, we have a little shot of Jasper, and I thought this was pretty funny, worth mentioning. Um, the guy says, sorry. The guy says, sorry, I messed up earlier, boss. The guy that had to do with the drug dealer guy up front. Sorry, I messed up earlier, boss. And Jasper says, that's okay, Greps. We all make mistakes. And as the guy walks out, he says to another guy, break his legs. <laughs> and he says, wait, wait. He goes, wait. Maybe I'm being too hard on him. Just take out a knee. <laughs> 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 like, just like, like, he thought like about it. He's like, oh, you know what? I'm overreacting. Take out a knee. <laughs> yeah, so he picks back up uh, He picks back up Newton. He's got no shirt on. And he's like, you know, there's a guy in there. And, of course, Dobin. Kicks the door down, honey. I'm home. We don't we don't get to see this fight. I I kind of like it, the guy's about to fight Doberman, and and it just cuts to him being arrested at the police station. Yeah, we would have liked to see this guy get tossed around a little bit, right? Because the guy's so much bigger than Doberman. Yeah, right. I thought he was gonna like, kick his knee out. You know, they always go for the knee on those big guys. Yeah, takes him down and then like just <laughs> wipes him out. Yeah, like one thing. Yeah. Um. 
so yeah, he Doberman, Doberman, and then also cut his ponytail off. <laughs> That's another thing, Doberman. The, the guy, the the wife beater, cut his dope, cut his uh, ponytail off. <laughs> uh, and then there's a whole this big thing. This is the part of the movie or whatever where he's a loose cannon. You know, it's, he can't be doing this. Can't be just like breaking into people's houses, doing whatever he wants. Uh, but he doesn't see it that a, way. He's like, "What do you mean? I just no. took a wife beater off the street." Yeah, yeah, yeah. But he's like, you know, and then and the captain is saying like, "You're not following the rules, though." And he's not. I mean, he's not. He's but, got a point, but. Uh, and so he's assigned to see a psychiatrist. That's that's sort of a cliche thing in these movies too. I think. Oh yeah, we, like The Departed is a, probably a, an example of that, right? I guess so. Yeah, yeah. The, the 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 psychiatrist they have to talk to about. Yeah, I mean, so he meets this woman again, and it's the woman from out front that he thinks has a nice build, and he's attracted to. Yeah, the woman he threw the the beer can away, in front of. Right, right, right. Uh, and he sort of apologizes, but he's being a pig this whole time with her. <laughs> yeah, he's kind of trying to get to the point of. I don't know. He's, he's like laying it on thick. Yeah, he's trying to bang her. Yeah. I'm, I'm trying, trying not to, to say that somehow, but that's what he's trying to do. <laughs> <laughs> he's trying to bang her. And uh, as the, as what would be happening in one of these movies. I mean, that's what would be happening. Yeah, he does this thing they do in all these movies and all these things where they, he, and like, like James Bond would do this, all this stuff where they demonstrate they're like super intelligent. They're like also like super detectives or something. Like he never uses this skill ever again. Oh, to like kind of like reader. Yeah, he reads her because he's like he's like saying like, "Oh, you, your ex husband is a cop. You touched your ring when I mentioned like dating and like oh, all this yeah. stuff." Oh like, yeah, Dennis would do something like this actually. <laughs> like Dennis, yeah, 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 yeah. Read every little thing as like something. Yeah, yeah body language. He would notice like, oh, the touching of the ring. Like to to me, that's like a very Dennis like observation. <laughs> <laughs> and uh so we see as he's leaving the psychiatrist we see that the guy that was in front of kane's office that sort of works for kane has been arrested so doberman goes into like the interrogation room and he starts interrogating him and by interrogating i mean beating the shit out of him oh just hitting him with a book like <laughs> he punches a book right into his face which is like yeah he says he the guy says, I, I want to talk to a lawyer. Doman says, no problem. I recommend the firm of Hurt and Pain. He punches <laughs> him with the book, yeah. Uh, and then the guy, <laughs> the chief behind the door, You, you he's talking to Newton. You use a phone book so it doesn't leave a mark. Classic. <laughs> <laughs> like, he totally condones all this, you know what I mean? It's yeah. like <laughs> Doberman's doing it in textbook way, so like he's covering his tracks. Uh, now, Ross, can you explain this to me? So, Doberman's threatening him. He wants to know, what's the deal with Jasper Kane? How, what are you working for him? What are you doing? The guy doesn't know. The guy says, I don't know. What do you? I don't know what you're talking about. Doberman rips the phone book in half and smacks him in the side of the head and says, hot coffee. Hot coffee! And he like, smacks him with the phone book. What does that mean, hot coffee? I think that's like a incoming... Oh, I oh hot coffee. I, I guess like, but like incoming, cl- bang, clapping like, him in the side of the head. Like if I was walking book? through yeah. a crowd, I'd be like, oh, hot coffee. Like heads up, everybody. But wouldn't you say something that had to do with phones or calling or? I think I think it's an expression, Eric. Yeah. <laughs> uh, uh. 
So anyways, yeah, he's always, he, he, he's, uh, he's freaking out on this guy and they do this thing where he, <laughs> do this thing where he, like the woman, the psychiatrist comes, do we even get her name? Um, maybe later, but right now, no. So she, she comes up and the psychiatrist and she's, she's looking through the two way glass and she's like. Can he see us? And the guys, uh, the chief says, the normal eye cannot. And he looks <laughs> over and sees her through the glass. <laughs> it's ridiculous. So funny. <laughs> it's ridiculous. Uh, so and he, this is weird. This is so weird. Now, Rob, this is another one of those moments where I was like, what the hell is happening? Where he's trying to intimidate this guy and he starts acting like a robot saying destroy. What is going <laughs> on right here? I don't know, man. <laughs> He's like trying to intimidate this guy. Tell me what you know. Tell me what you know. And he starts moving his hands up and down, going destroy, destroy, destroy. <laughs> but really it gets weird. him to spill. A it bit. Does. He's like, "Oh, I'm a street dealer. You know, like uh, work for the KGB." Yeah, yeah, yeah. So they, 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 the chief and Doberman go back and they start talking about how they know Jasper is up to something, but they don't really have any hard evidence to nail him in on it. And they let. Newton in on the plan says Newton is partner. So Newton is now in, involved, basically, in the plot. Yeah. Uh, I like this line by Newton here where the chief says, all right, we got one shot at this D. We got to have something we can pin Kane on Kane directly. And then Dobrin says, I'll turn the heat up, get what we need. And then, and then Newton says, I hope Kane's got sunscreen. I like that. <laughs> I like that. <laughs> that was a good line. And then he uh, yeah, they, apologizes for it. He says, sorry. Yeah, they look at him. And then when we flip the page here, Ross, we get this beautiful two-page spread montage. Of him training um, while we see what Jasper Kane's up to. Jasper Kane's golfing and uh, uh, Doberman is, like, lifting jugs of, like, sand. He's, like, working out. He's naked. Naked. Yeah, naked say. working out. Completely. And he is jacked out of his mind. Oh, rippy on belief. He lo- I'm jealous of that physique. <laughs> oh, dude. Yo, that <laughs> physique, man? The bulk? The mass? <laughs> body mass alone. He's like... The body mass alone. <laughs> no, for real, though. He's jacked as shit. And <laughs> so, so his montage, yeah, he's like looking... They're looking for evidence. We got Jasper Kane doing shit in between... And I my what is it my favorite one of the what is your favorite montage one? Mine is the one where he's like practicing karate oh, topless yeah. and posing <laughs> with uh what's what's his uh, cop's like, name? Newton. Uh, yeah, he's like posing in front of Newton like like a it, kung fu it stance. Looks like, it looks like wind is like blowing like Yeah, he's on like they have like a cliff, I think, right? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like yeah, a yeah, Mr. Miyagi yeah. uh cliff. <laughs> Yeah, that is another one of those cliche things. It makes me think of Roadhouse. I mean, it's where he's just like yeah, practicing see karate in this. Just wearing jeans <laughs> and fighting people. Yeah. There's a lot of guys like doing high kicks in jeans. I don't know how they do it. How do they get the range? <laughs> I, don't, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. But uh, so, yeah, back at the, back at the office, it's not going well. They, they can't find anything. Uh. Doman's upset. He storms out. He he goes over. This is like where our heroes. This is the part where our heroes despairing. You know what I mean? This is like his fall. Like I'm not. We can't get anything on this guy. Yeah. He goes to Bud. Bud quote Hawk 
Hawkins. I love his Joe's nickname like that, is on Hawk. His, all, his yeah, nickname also, is also like sort of his last name. Well, how exactly, exactly. It's like kind of goes with old saying, you know. What I mean? Right. Like Bud Hawk Hawkins, and he does that thing where he pierces the beer and shotguns it again. Yeah, at the grave. Yeah, at the grave, at Bud's grave, and we see. Oh, look, we got a time frame here, dude. Nineteen forty-three to nineteen ninety-two. All right. So, so ninety two was the flashback. Yeah. All right. That, g- good work, Eric. Good work, Jake. Yeah, 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 but <laughs> yeah. It's funny because like we like always sunny. We watch episodes multiple times and really know it. But this is like we I you know we only read it once and we're kind of just going. You know what I mean? Yeah, we don't we're know it through. Like, you know, yeah, we're just having fun with it. Just talking about the stupid shit. We're almost. Uh, we're uh, we almost done. Not really. No, we're not even halfway. <laughs> this is gonna take forever. <laughs> that sucks. <laughs> that sucks for everybody. <laughs> even us. Why do we even do it us? like that? We should this just go worst. a lot faster. Yeah, this is the stupidest thing we ever did. Oh my goodness. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, let's just speed through this. All right. So yeah, so he gets. Uh, this is where he goes to a strip club, of course, and no nudity in this book, though. <laughs> I'm sorry. You, you know th- that? You thought by now there'd be nudity in comic <laughs> books, right? I thought they'd show penis going in at least. <laughs> yeah, but yeah, no. He's at the strip club. Newton comes up to sh- to, to to join him. Newton. They bond a little bit here. Is when we kind of learn Newton's a square. You know, he won't drink or anything, but he is working on this case, and he does kind of have a little breakthrough. Yeah, he's thinking. Oh, putting in a little bit of work. Yeah, he was doing some detective work on his own, and they're thinking Jasper—they're thinking Jasper Kane is running drugs through this dog foundation thing he's doing. Yeah, he's a charity for third world pets. <laughs> so, and a lot of cash is coming through this donation, like thousands, right, so money hundreds laundering. of thousands of dollars, right? Yeah, it's, yeah, money. So they're money—they're money laundering, mm-hmm. basically. And so, but th- so this is funny though. This is where this ha- this is crazy where this book turns right here. This whole part is insane to me. Where he's gonna crash this charity event they're having, and we find out he's Doberman's not gonna crash it. How would you pronounce this name? Moco Rico. Yeah, Moco Rico is gonna be attending Moco the uh, Rico charity event. Gonna- <laughs> no. We're going to take a little bit till we find out about Moco Rico, but Moco Rico is insane. <laughs> it's it, it it was the part that made me laugh probably the hardest because it reminded <laughs> me of uh the gang um uh solves the gas crisis when Charlie wants to wear a <laughs> a costume basically to go sell gas and Dennis is like they already don't know who you are. Like <laughs> it seems like an unnecessary layer. <laughs> oh man! But the backstory. Oh, we'll get to that. Very funny. So yeah, so we so we got we got Doberman back at the um back at the office, and he's just and printing out what pinup model <laughs> we, photos. Well, he's just <laughs> learning about the internet. Apparently, <laughs> so the internet is awesome, and yeah, he's just printing out nude women. <laughs> Imagine printing out nude photos of somebody. <laughs> It feels like a very always sunny thing, just printing out nude photos. Like, they're just <laughs> figuring that out, you know what I mean? Frank would enjoy that. <laughs> so, so we got her, we got Doberman in his, uh, in the, with the, 
psychiatrist now and he opens up and a bunch of time goes by and he spills a bunch of beans about his life and oh yeah we get some great like little (laughs) like just like little snippets of like him just like blurbing about his past just really going for it and he would like he would drink toilet out of the uh he would drink water out of the toilet sometimes (laughs) yeah I, i love this where he said this is a great i don't know i like this where he says to be honest, I've never liked dogs. It's the variety that irks me. You're going to tell me that a chihuahua is the same type of animal as a Dalmatian? It's not natural. <laughs> I like that. It's a great, that's a, like a high thought. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> that is. the same animals? <laughs> then he goes on to say, I originally wanted to be an author. I had a manuscript about <laughs> this is great. the teenage years of Thomas Edison seen through an erotic lens. Apparently it wasn't <laughs> marketable. The words were lewd and incoherent about, also bandied about. The rejection was hard. So this is very much like Dennis Reynolds' an erotic life, like this erotic novel that somebody's trying to sell. Like <laughs> yeah. The idea of selling an erotic novel. And also Thomas Edison. Seen <laughs> through an erotic lens is like so funny. <laughs> Very, very strange. Uh, yeah, so yeah, we get these like this backstory of him, and uh, it sort of makes him like I don't know, like he he tries to be better in a weird way later on. Yeah, he, he kind of snaps out of it. I think he's like, "Whoa, what the hell happened?" She's like, "You opened up." He's like, "Wow, that felt yeah. good." And like he's sort of like now pro therapy. <laughs> yeah. Oh, it works. So I, we, I, I I applied myself. <laughs> <laughs> he has a great line later on that he talks basically that. Uh, over at the Jasper Kane like foundation for the dogs charity that he runs, uh, we get this. We get the Mako Rico costume. We find out later he's Filipino. He's supposed to be a Filipino guy. Yeah, let's just say what it is because we're we're right there. He used to be a <laughs> a major league. <laughs> Baseball player? Hold on a second. Hold on. It's even so much more complicated. <laughs> it is like so much more complicated than that. Yeah. So his, uh, so Frank Darbarano's uh, undercover undercover character, ca- character is a professional <laughs> yes. baseball player. This is very Charlie or something. Yeah. To, me. to which he actually had to make it into the major league baseball. Make it into Major League Baseball just to justify this disguise, right? Yeah, there was like a well, there was a drug ring going on in the major leagues, and no one. So he said, "This is him saying." So no one could get close to them. I rode the pine, but when Larisota found out I had wheels, he made me the utility man. And he's saying I couldn't hit the sa- I couldn't hit to save my life though. So like he he joined this team to be undercover for this, but then they realized he could actually play. Yeah, so he and made a he career said, out of it, sort of. He made a career out of it. Just to they maintain wound up the tra- lie. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. He says, they wound up trading me to Cincinnati for prospects, and the brass had to pull the plug. <laughs> uh, <laughs> and so, yeah. But, okay. Now, I, Ross, did you read at the... There's, like, these, like, bonus notes from, like, the psychiatrist at the very, yeah. very end of this book. Did you read the thing about Mako? Moco Rico? 
Yeah, Moco Rico. Yeah, was uh-huh. in deep cover in the 80s as Moco Rico, playing a character named Santone <laughs> Riviera on the hit soap opera General Hospital, starring opposite Emma Sams, which earned him an <laughs> Emmy nod as he was as he investigated gun smuggling ring. He loved the day-to-day, even though he had trouble remembering his lines. So this is a nice summary of that. <laughs> Even deeper layer. Yeah. He doesn't explain that. Like that's just like a bonus thing at the end. Like it's like, like you're supposed to see like the notes from the psychiatrist like laid out and stuff. But like, because he doesn't even explain. So his character, this guy who is a professional baseball player, who was then traded quit baseball to become an actor like it's the same <laughs> guy like the actor yeah. is the same baseball player it, this is, uh, <laughs> <laughs> it's so funny it really is good it's like so many layers of like he, he, and later on they mentioned how like someone else has to go on the cover because he was like he, he was blown and 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 newton makes a good point of you should have more than one character <laughs> he, he, yeah. only, he, he only has this only heavily invests in this one character. <laughs> so he's gonna pretend to be uh, say the name again, Mako Rico. Moco Rico. Moco Rico. He's gonna pretend to be Moco Rico uh, uh inside this inside this third world pets pe- convention. Foundation con- yeah, it's like a it's like a charity event for this it's foundation. It's like a gala. And it, yeah, it's like a gala, and he and he's posing as, uh, he's posing as a waiter. Or, yeah, right? he's, he's posing. <laughs> so we have an ex-professional baseball player, actor, <laughs> actor waiting at this <laughs> event. Yeah, because it's Which like isn't why would a distraction? He... <laughs> you would think he would be like a guest. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like he's going as a guest, <laughs> but he's not. He's going as a like pretending to be the waitstaff. Uh, they do this like <laughs> kind of funny little thing here with Kane and his his intro. We see the guy with the broken leg too here. There's a guy here on crutches with a broken leg. This guy he had his his one kneecap. Uh, so yeah, Mogul Rico is out in that thing. He's he's being a uh, uh, waiter and he's kind of I don't know what he's trying to do. And he, and he he's trying to just get info. Yeah, he's just kind of he, trying to get close, maybe snoop around a little bit. We see him flirt with this other server here real quick. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and then you know, he, he's he's sneaking around. He gets into... Uh, he he. It's not even a bodyguard. It's his boss, a quote-unquote boss. <laughs> he puts into a sleeper hold and puts him out. Mm-hmm. Uh and then he goes and bangs that other server <laughs> like during this mission. Oh yeah, real quick. <laughs> yeah, he goes and, and bangs that other server real quick in the coat check room. In the coat check room, and he learns. We basically kind of figure out that like, oh, Jasper Kane has been using this dog charity to run drugs from South America, like or wherever he's quote unquote picking these dogs up from. Mm-hmm. He's like running. Uh, and he goes back to the to chief with that info, and the chief's tongue has turned black. <laughs> At this point, the chief's entire tongue is turned black. And he's, uh, he says it's been like that for a few days, and Doman says that's not normal. 
That reminds me of something Charlie. Like Charlie. You know, like Charlie <laughs> yeah. pulling his teeth out. Remember Charlie's pulling his teeth He's out? like, what? But I don't know. It's been black for a few days. <laughs> yeah, big deal. Yeah. But um, Tompkins, the, the captain, if we remember, he comes in and he shuts them basically down again. Um, they still don't really have enough evidence. Nah, they really don't. I mean, they have a theory. No, they have a theory. Yeah, they have no hard evidence whatsoever. And they uh go out, they go out to this club. They kind of I guess go out to relax, or I don't know why they're out in this club. And this is when Newton sort of lo- like loosens up, and and he's drinking, and yeah, he's telling his woes a little bit. He's like, you know, I got a fake ear. I sweat a lot. I can't do a pull up. You know. He's afraid he, of he's nipples. Af- he's afraid of nipples. <laughs> uh, and this is the the psychiatrist is also here, <laughs> which is funny, right? Of course. I mean, yeah, of course she's there. And they talk and they flirt a little bit. This is where he he. There's a great scene of him dancing on the dance floor. See how he's dancing? Oh yeah, he's doing like uh, kind of Mac moves. Cr- yeah, Mac moves. He's doing karate moves. He's <laughs> karate some, move dancing. Some, some punches. He's like, I'll be, yeah. He's like, I'll be on the dance floor, and he starts karate, karate chop dancing, and uh, this is so funny. Where she's saying to Newton, she's talking to Newton. He's a fascinating man, <laughs> and Newton's like, Are you kidding me? He's the greatest man, greatest guy I've ever met. Big dong too. I saw <laughs> in the locker room one room. Big dong. Of course, they use the word dong. Yeah. Gang language right there. That's, that's always and then something. He's, and he starts talking, I got a small one. I, I don't mind. <laughs> it, it's sort of it's sort of odd color, though. Very pink. Like a baby mouse. <laughs> the doctor said it's something to do with my circulation. This is crazy. And he starts talking about his mouth. He's like, free, he's drunk, basically. Oh, yeah. He's been say. drunk this whole time. He's kind of like a, a blabbering drunk right now. Yeah. So, like... Uh, while he's dancing, though, this is where this is where you know this is where I say the the therapy is coming in for him because there's this like attractive woman comes up to him, and she says nice moves out there, and he says you should see me in the bedroom. And she what says, a great oh, yeah? line! <laughs> That's a great line. Oh yeah, definitely. Uh, and she's he says actually no, thank you. I'm experiencing a spiritual transformation. <laughs> I love just <laughs> stating it out loud. <laughs> so yeah. Uh, he and then he kind of like leaves the psychiatrist to take Newton home to take care of Newton. They're like becoming friends, basically. Oh yeah, they're buddies now. I think at this point. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So Newton's hungover, and we find out that he wants Newton to go undercover into this pet adoption agency charity yeah. agency and to adopt a pet, I guess, and to look for more info. They still have no info. They're just constantly trying to find more info that they cannot find. Uh, and he's he rigged up his ear, I guess, to be like a like a like a like a recording device his fake ear is like a recording device. Okay, so that's like receiving sound. I get that's his mic, I guess. Oh right, yes, yes, yes. And he puts like a little camera in his like belt. Uh, and he goes into this agency, and he's all hungover and shit, uh, from the night before. <laughs> yeah, he's like and sort of holding back vomits and stuff. Yeah, he goes to the bathroom to kind of like relax and and calm down. 
and also nothing unusual has happened he's just being like very high strong by the way yeah yeah yeah. there's <laughs> just, just someone like showing him the, the dog kennels like, yeah yeah someone's just walking and he's deal. freaking out and he, he he needs to go to the bathroom to relax and and, and Dober says get a hold of yourself you know I believe in you he says you believe in me is yeah man of course I do and this is where this is where Newton switches yeah he becomes like kind of a badass he just needs to, to be believed in I guess right yeah yeah and he accidentally stumbles into the back room with a counting up. This always happens in one of these movies where he accidentally stumbles yeah, into a back room. Door. People, and we're like the door a uh, room where bad guys are doing bad like things counting the door being a pile of money. <laughs> like, <laughs> like lock the door. Yeah, yeah like first day. <laughs> You're doing bad guy stuff. Like, yeah, lock, lock the, the door. door. <laughs> so yeah, he stumbles into this back room with a counting a bunch of cash. And they get into a confrontation with him, and when they find out he has like a fake ear, they sort of get like weird, like it's like a disability sort of thing, and he gets kind of embarrassed that they took his ear off. Oh yeah, they like they like kind of apologize. They're like, oh, sorry, <laughs> man, <laughs> I didn't know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, I didn't know you had a fake ear. Like it's like 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 I don't know. He acts like it's so much bigger deal than it is. Mm. Uh, and yeah, so he kind of gets his way out of there, and he actually does adopt a dog. <laughs> <laughs> He gets I, out of there with I like no aspect of it. Well, I yeah, had to. Yeah, no gunplay, but he did get a get a dog, you know, stay in character. Back at the office, we're still we're still trying to come up with info. We got we got something. There's obviously something going on with this agency, but it's not enough. And Tompkins is kind of riding Dober, Doberman here. Almost comes the blows here with the with the captain kind of holding Doberman back. Yeah, the uh, the captain has a cheap line of I think you should uh, try playing by the rules for once in your life, Frank. Maybe you'd have fewer dead partners, which is like uh, pretty that's fu- that's, fucked, that's up. fucked up. Can't the captain just fire Doberman? Uh, or yeah, yeah, he could. <laughs> I'm sure he could. <laughs> <laughs> He's like holding him back in this like investigation and stuff, like where he could just fire him, I guess. Or, or suspend him or anything. I mean, is yeah. is Frank actually on is, is he like I mean on payroll? Yeah, is he on the payroll? What's happening? <laughs> he seems like he seems like he is. Yeah, he's back being a cop, yeah. With like no there was no paperwork involved. <laughs> we never got well, to see they that. Well, they said he never quit. Like, the, when, when he goes, oh, he quit. And he goes, True. no, he was just on vacation. That's what the chief covers from. He goes, no, he never quit. He's just on vacation. He was just on vacation or whatever. Uh, <laughs> yeah, he just, he's, ba- oh, he's definitely back. So then I we just have love this the scene. movie magic of that aspect. Oh, of course. <laughs> of course. Right? There's, never, there's never paperwork for these guys. No. <laughs> in these things never i love this this so we get this scene here and this is to establish that the rest of the police force like doberman it's really just the captain tompkins that's against him everybody yeah. else likes him so we have a scene this is a scene you've seen in a million different movies where there's a guy at the police station he's 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 got a suspect that he's interviewing and the suspect reaches for the cop's gun grabs the cop's gun takes the cop hostage, all the other cops pull their guns, and he's like, you know, they put the gun down or or I'll kill this guy. So all the cops put their guns down, and of course, Doberman's taking a shower during all this. (laughs) So he's buck-ass naked, comes out in his towel. (laughs) Comes out in his towel. He's got a pretzel in his mouth in the shower. I love that detail. But... (laughs) Because <laughs> it always looks like a cigarette, right? Right, exactly. That's what it's supposed to be. Yeah, it's like a, a toothpick or something. 
So Doberman comes out in his towel and he takes his towel off and starts like using it to like slap with it. Yeah, he's like whipping it around. This guy that's got the cop hostage grabs the cop's taser and tases Doberman and it doesn't phase him. Yeah, he just says, well, that'll wake you up in the morning. He's like a Superman at this point. Oh, yeah. He, like, <laughs> there's no like, such thing as pain, especially at the end. <laughs> especially at the end. Like, yeah, yeah. Just nothing can hurt him. Yeah, 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 yeah. So, yeah, he, he, yeah, he's, he uh, uses the towel to slap the gun away and beats the shit out of this guy. Yeah, naked. <laughs> Jump kicks him. Naked, yeah. All the cops love him. No, oh, he's a hero. And it's so funny yeah, at the hero. end. He's like sort of like receiving like some sort of award and he's like giving a little bit of congratulations but it's written on the back of a pinup <laughs> model photo yeah, it's like one, it's that like he one, printed I think out it's probably one of, yeah one of the yeah exactly one of the ones he printed out yeah and he says uh there's some other person he'd like to thank and Newton and the chief both think it's going to be them if you look at the chief he's got like black around his eyes he's looking rough <laughs> he looks like a, yeah he looks like a like a corpse. <laughs> yeah. So he says, um, he he would like to thank Dildo, my pet deer. This is the deer we saw at the beginning that ran out. Dildo, my pet deer. When I was living in those woods, he was my only companion. Did I think of him sexually? On occasion, sure. But I'd be lying if I said I didn't. <laughs> Loneliness and dignity don't often go together. Don't often dine at the same table. I like that line. That's a beautiful Loneliness line. Loneliness and dignity don't often dine at the same table. Um, but yeah, he loved this deer. Apparently, <laughs> he like see like kind of like thanks the deer instead of any of these guys that actually did help. <laughs> yeah, I mean, he says I never acted on it. Of course, we were friends, man and beast, beast and man. <laughs> man and be- Dildo, man, wherever you are, you always run free. Salute. Well, doesn't like man and bees bees and man that sounds like something Mac or Dennis would say about something like <laughs> and calling calling an animal a beast is like very <laughs> always sunny right yeah. like a beast this is also beast. kind of like a like a Dennis speech where it's like like too much he said too much basically <laughs> he said too much <laughs> yeah. too revealing I guess yeah but because of this like big heroic act he did, the commissioner allows him to like operate a raid on this on this puppy charity place. So he's got the whole crew together. There's some weird. What does this mean right here at the bottom? The the, this, the captain sprung a leak. Is that what's going on at the bottom of this page here? When it says they get it, Kenny. What the hell is that? I don't know. Must have sprung a leak. I think the captain is leaking. It's going hiss and leaking. Oh out. yeah, well he's been bleeding out of his ears. <laughs> There's blood in his ears. Yeah, that's dried up blood. It was been there. <laughs> All of it just like says so much. The captain is so funny. He's like, yeah, just those little like I love that little game of his. Where it's, it's always something going wrong. Like why, dude? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, Doberman acts like go see a doctor. Yeah, like, he acts like, like kind of normal. He, yeah, he, he, like he's the voice of reason for the chief. Right, like he shouldn't be the one telling you to go see a doctor. Right, the guy that won't go see a doctor is telling you to go see a doctor. <laughs> yeah. So they do this big raid on this puppy thing. He's looking around. Of course, 
They, he doesn't find anything. You know, this is how the uh, this is how this would go in the in the in the movies too. He, they're looking around this whole place. There's nothing here. And to the point where uh, Doberman's like cutting open tires and stuff. <laughs> and yeah, just doing crazy stuff. <laughs> looking pretty bad. And the for some weird reason, the chief is having this like crazy shit is going on with the chief. Yeah, he just and passes out. <laughs> He's like shooting and shit. He's like shooting. <laughs> <laughs> and then he like passes out. We'll find out what happens to him later. But yeah, he passes out. And they don't find anything. And Jasper Kane shows up. He's pissed off about the whole thing. And we cut over to, I'm going to assume, is Newton's house. Yeah, and Doberman's crashing or hanging out. Yeah, Doberman's crashing. He's, Doberman's crashing and also seems to have lost his mind because he's trying to get this dog to smoke. <laughs> I love that though. <laughs> this dog Greenberg, yeah, because he, he's lighting a cigarette in his mouth and he goes, "I didn't know you smoked." And it's not for me; it's for Greenberg. It keeps going out though because he doesn't inhale. It's <laughs> funny because line. this like whole like um, Doberman being acting so insane after something like traumatic kind of reminds me of um, yeah. uh, Endgame when they go find Thor. Right, yeah, 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 yeah. He's trying to, like, do anything else besides think about it. Yeah, like, he, he's occupying himself with, like, nonsense. And, like, pretending to be happy and, jo- and like, in, a, like, a jovial mood. Yeah, or fulfilled, you know, like, oh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, he, he's saying that he's going to get this dog to smoke and he's going to go on tour with a smoking dog. Yeah, I'd pay money to go see that. Yeah, of course. <laughs> but uh, this is the psychiatrist shows up. She was worried about him. And this is where the dog just goes to the bathroom in the living room here. And this is what, yeah, that, that's the life, uh, according to Doberman. <laughs> and this is where he finds, he, he figures it out that the drugs are in the dogs. <laughs> Which is like, yeah, he finally realizes or thinks that these dogs are being drug mules, right? Exactly, yeah. That's kind of what I was even thinking when I was reading the book from the beginning. Uh, so, yeah, we, 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 we cut over to, like, this, the the factory, the foundation, I guess. Or, or how does he know where this place is? What is this place? That's a good question. There's just It just shows that this is happening somewhere. <laughs> like, they're actually putting, like, balloons of drugs into dogs' asses. Yeah, they're putting dr- the dogs are the drug mules, drug dogs, drug mule dogs, mule dogs, <laughs> mule dogs. Uh, so they take some pictures. They're getting some evidence, but of course he gets captured by Kane, and so does everyone else. So does Newton and the psychiatrist. They're all together. The psychiatrist out on this mission with him. Yeah, that's a weird. <laughs> like, why did she go? Along? Well, they always are in this movie, right? Then they all go together. Like, they're always together. Yeah, but yeah. They somehow. get taken. They get taken by Kane in his limo, of course, and uh, they go to take his Dodge Stealth. They want to take it and like drop it in the river because they're gonna kill them all. And oh, they this do this is so thing funny. where like, this is cool. <laughs> like he, yeah, this is cool. One of um, uh, Kane's like like lackeys can't get the car to start <laughs> so doberman has to give right. him like specific directions on how to start it and he still can't do it so doberman ends up like just driving <laughs> the bad guy. yeah 
Yeah, he just has to do a forum. So he goes over to the car and, and he starts the car. And Dolman slams on the steering wheel so hard that the airbag explodes. Yeah, he sort of like gets the upper hand on the guy that's holding a gun at him. Well, this is cool because then the airbag explodes. He catches the guy's machine gun. He starts blasting out the window at the other guys. Big gunfight breaks out. Newton gets involved. Everyone's shooting at everyone. Uh, cool action scene. But Kane gets away with the psychiatrist, unfortunately, in the limo. Yeah, and there's this yeah. funny because uh, she's driving away in the limo, and there's a guy like hanging outside the car, like shooting a gun right. at Doberman. Yeah. And she um, closes, like, just closes the sunroof, sunroof <laughs> on him. <laughs> He's like, I'm stuck. <laughs> it was just like silly. Like, yeah. <laughs> And then we get that scene where they're out, they're looking at the sunset, they're like, all right, we got to go get her back, we're going to storm the place, this is it, this is the suicide mission, do or die, and he he gives Newton his partner's old gun, Hawk's old gun. Um, but he's like, this is your partner's and gun, and he's like, he's not my partner anymore, you are, you are. make him yeah. proud. <laughs> it's cool. Yeah, it was a cool like, <laughs> scene, I liked it. Yeah, so yeah, Newton Newton's got got uh, Hawk's old gun, and over at uh, Kane's mansion, uh, Kane's <laughs> he's got got the psychiatrist tied up while he plays. Like this guy's like evil in like that way. He's playing the piano while she's <laughs> sitting there tied up. <laughs> I, I bet this is how many women feel in college when they're hanging out in some college dorm and some guy cracks some open a guitar. guitar. <laughs> <laughs> She's like tied up. No. <laughs> uh, the Dodge Self comes crashing through the front door. Boom! All the goons and lackeys run up to the car. This is cool. This is, this is such a, a great the... idea. This is my I really cool. thought this, yeah. this was a good idea. Yeah, the yeah, note yeah. says, a... hope you remembered to lock the back door, which causes yeah. all the bad guys to go to the back. And yeah, freak Doberman out. and um, Newton just pop out the trunk. Like, yeah, how great awesome. is that? Like, that's a really good idea. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. It's very cool. They pop out the trunk, and then we get this montage. I love this. It's like a multi shots yeah. of just like just like action shots of them kicking everybody's ass. Just as like a yeah. time lapse for how much ass kicking they're gonna have to do. And you can see like Newton like during this whole action scene, you can see. Doberman is teaching Newton how to do all this stuff. <laughs> yeah, like during showing the course. him stuff. Showing him how to do things, giving him the thumbs up when he's like doing the thing. And at, and at the end, he's like jump kicking and doing crazy yeah, shit. He's doing like a high kick to some guy. <laughs> it's awesome. It's awesome. Yeah, it is very cool. Yeah, it is very, very cool. Uh, and then, uh, so yes, yeah, a couple more. Uh, they finish up beating up the last of these couple guys. Uh, Doberman does that like movie, like, like two tap. touch finger yeah, touch like to the neck, tap to the guy, and he just like falls over because he's kicked his ass yeah. so bad. <laughs> uh, they split off here to, f- to go different ways to find the psychiatrist, and Newton gets into a fight with a big heavy, one of the big heavy guys. A As real heavyweight, you know yeah, mean? like one of the upper. You split off, and yeah, one guy would get his ass kicked while the other one's doing something else. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So uh, yeah, Doberman goes after Kane, and while he's he he gets the drop on Kane, but it turns out Tompkins, the captain, the dickhead from the force, <laughs> is a dirty cop and actually working for Kane. 
I mean, we all saw that coming. Oh, yeah. Big time. Any hard ass. That's how it always is. is yeah. <laughs> he's always working for the bad guy. Yeah, it's going to be one of them. Yeah, exactly. We we hated and him for a reason. You had to make the, the audience hate that guy, too. Yeah, there's no redeeming. Sometimes they try to throw you for a loop where there'll be one of those guys that's a hard ass. But, but usually that, that guy comes end, around. At the moment at the end when they're going to storm the thing, he'd be like, I'm in too. You yeah. know what I mean? Like that kind of like he at the end at some point they'd go, I'm in. You know what I mean? But yeah, I yeah, know. That's when they try to, th- they try to th- like so many twists. <laughs> uh, and then Tompkins, he's basically saying to Tompkins like, you're not going to shoot me. And he straight up shoots him. <laughs> <laughs> like, with a, with like an M16. It's like, Come on, your desk <laughs> jockey kind of taunts him. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. He's like, you're not gonna. Sh-. Bah! He just like riddles him with bullets. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, just like absolutely on the ground. So he shoots Doberman. He goes down, uh, and then the psychiatrist, like from her, like she g- gets up, like from her chair, and like rushes, body checks Tompkins through the window. Yeah, in a real dramatic and fashion. Real dramatic fashion. Doberman opens his eyes, <laughs> and uh, he he gets up. They kiss. <laughs> uh, then back over in the uh, in the fight that's happening with uh, the heavy and Newton. Oh, we should say earlier on. New- oh uh, yeah, Doberman no kind of teaches them the rules of fighting, which is like the only rule really is don't bite anybody's junk. Oh, no, I'm sorry, no, don't, don't kick no, a man in the balls. <laughs> but you can bite. If it, <laughs> yeah. it goes down to it. You are allowed to bite. <laughs> right. Do not kick a man so he like sort of Those threads the, the of needle of the rules, right? Right, because he even says, like, the guy's about to kill him. He goes, any last words? And Newton says, yeah, tell them I upheld the code. And he goes, what code? And he bites them in the balls instead of kicking them. It looks like he bites them off because he's holding them in his hand. Yes, I think he (laughs) fucking, yes. (laughs) Yeah. So he even says, tastes like chicken. Yeah. Yeah, so he bites this guy's balls. Uh, and of course, Kane's escaping in a ho- helicopter. What kind of action movie would we have, Ross, if he wasn't in a helicopter? There's <laughs> not a helicopter scene. Is that a helicopter <laughs> at the end? Like, what even is this an action movie? Like, what are you doing? What's like, the point of this? You didn't rent a helicopter for this movie? <laughs> like, are you insane? So yeah, the, he, Kaz, uh, Kane gets out in the helicopter. Of course, uh, uh, Doberman jumps up, catches it, gets inside. Crashes it because he doesn't know how to drive it. Yeah, because he throws out the pilot immediately, and the guy's like, "I hope you're you know. right." They always do <laughs> Jasper that. Jasper Kane's like, "Do you know how to drive this?" He's like, "No." <laughs> <laughs> so Jasper Kane jumps out and into like a he roof pool. The, yeah, into a swimming pool. Yeah, Doberman after him. Plane explodes, and he runs. I guess into a backyard and has control over this dog. What <laughs> yeah, happened? Here? I guess so. They're in the backyard. Um, so they're in Jasper Kane's backyard now. Oh, it's Jasper Kane's. Okay. Yeah. And Jasper Kane is like holding a dog for some reason. I don't <laughs> he know. Like it's, it's, it's very specific. He's holding the collar. Like he's like in direct command of it. And so he's like. Yeah, he's holding it back. Yeah. yeah he's like, get out of here. Basically. Right. Yeah. 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 And, and then and then he sticks the dog on Doberman. But Doberman sticks his hand out and just yells, heal. And the dog heals. I don't know yeah. like how he got this power. <laughs> I, I guess you know it's weird he hadn't tried that before. <laughs> it's a common. He should have said like. He should have said, "I <laughs> wish I tried that earlier." 
<laughs> that would have been great. <laughs> I would have been there for it. So yeah, he he uh he puts Jasper King under arrest and 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 Jasper King tries to fight him and he fucking lays him out with a crazy oh, yeah, crunch like of one a punch. punch. <laughs> yeah, just lays him out. Uh, handcuffs him. Tompkins, the captain, shows up. Everyone thought he was dead, and Tom- and uh, Newton gets to take him out. Yeah, pistol whips him with Hawk's yeah. pistol. And this is the, the, the this is one of the funniest reveals of the book. Here, just the very end, last page. Everyone's being arrested. They save the day, and the psychiatrist says, "Lucky you were wearing a vest." <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. I'm actually in an incredible amount of pain right now. Yeah, he opens uh, up Newton, what blood shirt. type are you? <laughs> right, yeah, he opens up his jacket to reveal. No, he was shot like a bunch of times. He just got up. It <laughs> <laughs> just got up. Lost like a ton in of those blood. movies. Yeah. In those it, movies, yeah, they're wearing a vest. You find out they're wearing a vest. But that was awesome. I, I love that like uh ending to it, like the the vest. Oh yeah, or not wearing a vest is just, just so funny. Like he just took that many bullets. <laughs> yeah, it's a it's a great yeah it's a great just like what is the reality? It's like Last Action Hero or something. Like what is the reality of this? Of this, you know, what he's I mean? like, just, he just uh, took bullets like that. More than human, he's Doberman. Yeah, and that's the that's the end of the book, Ross. Did you enjoy this Doberman? Dude, this was awesome. I, I had a great time reading it. <laughs> yeah. Honestly, you'd recommend. Absolutely. Why not? Uh, we went I, a little long, I, way longer than we thought we were going to. Oh, yeah. I was hoping for under an hour. We're at about an hour and a half at this point. Uh, yeah, bro, a little longer going, longer than I thought we were going to do going through this. But it is a, a decently long book. Uh, yeah, well, I think it's like 120 pages probably. Um, but yeah. it, it, it's mostly pictures. There's not a heavy. Yeah, there's a, a lot. There's not a lot of heavy reading, guys. Uh, yeah, I'll tell you that. Yeah. But it's yeah, entertaining. I mean, it's very funny. It has like all of the "it's always sunny" type jokes. Like it, it's a grand slam if you're new to comics, I guess, and we're looking for I mean, we, a sense of humor that's like familiar to you. We did just ruin it, go through the whole book there. But I would say read it. We skipped a lot of stuff. I, oh, I would say yeah. read it. Like we skipped a lot. Like. The nitty gritty of it all. The nitty gritty is like the best part because you get the actual dialogue, and a lot of it is like very action hero, but it's also very it's always sunny at the same time. Um, yeah, and the art, the art is great. Like the oh. action scenes, <laughs> him flipping, him posing like he's doing karate. Absolutely, like, yeah. he's like if you're if you find humor in like the American badass cop from the eighties, <laughs> like, yeah. And I know you just do like, <laughs> like just, just like a, you know, just like a pig, like, <laughs> a, like just like a, like a real monster. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, that's, uh, that's dope. And, 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 uh, you can see a lot of the, yeah, you're right. A lot of the DNA of Scott modern, Rob Rosell, they're like, like just the fact that dong is the word dong, like which I never hear anywhere. No, it's <laughs> like so specific. It doesn't like you don't hear that in other universes. And just like an action movie guy with a giant dong, like that is always sunny humor. <laughs> of course, he has a giant dong, like because without saying, uh, yeah. So yeah, I would say high recommend. Um, I guess that does it for this comic book edition. Yeah, I know this was a little and bit different and probably a little bit strange if you haven't read and d- it. And bad. And bad. And probably and boring not funny. as fuck. 
and boring. <laughs> You're like, why yeah. did they just basically <laughs> give us the cliff notes of a, a <laughs> comic book? It took. It honestly would take less time for you to read it. I think. <laughs> <laughs> Truly. <laughs> Truly, uh, but uh, it's kind of there's this com- there's this comic book podcast called Screw It. We're just going to talk about comics with Will Hines and Kevin Hines, and they kind of do that where they kind of just go through it like that or whatever. And it's I kind of listen to it. I like it. It's fun, you know. Even though I don't read the comics, yeah. But um, but I mean, I we, that's the way we do our regular episodes. I couldn't think of a different way to do it. You know what I mean? Yeah, I I mean I didn't know. Other what. What would we do? We would just say that's good. We liked it, <laughs> right? Or you know? just like read yeah. specific dialogue, but out of order. Th- I mean, yeah, there's no like just... cohesive way to do it. I think, but yeah, we want. I want to laugh and have fun. Yeah. But uh, yeah, thank you, everyone. I guess uh, we'll, we'll, for I'm gonna edit this and have this out pretty soon. Okay. Um, and then w- did you peek into next season at all? Um, no, I just know it starts out with, uh, Pop-Pop the Final Solution. Dude, Pop-Pop Final Solution <laughs> could be, it's in the top five. I mean, top it's, five. It's mi- yes. I mean, it might be, it might be fourth. Of your all time. Of my all time. <laughs> Dude, you're a fucking it liar. Is... <laughs> Dude, you're a liar. It is so funny. Why? <laughs> I think Pop Pop Final Solution is so they have such cr- the so whole soup thing about the old. Oh my soups god! It's so it's truly one of the funniest. So gross. Yeah, just, see how they made the decision to just eat that soup? Like, I just, and, and, like Mac and Charlie that episode are so funny to me. Like, ah, I, I don't know. I really think that's like a great Pop Pop Final Solution. D like, everything that's happening. The D like ah. Oh. <laughs> Um, but yeah, that's other than that, I haven't really peeked too far into it, but I do know that's where we start. I think we start strong and we keep going strong. Yeah. And we're entering, uh, a, a new type of season where we only get 10 episodes now. So yeah. we have shorter seasons, which is so interesting because I think they're the, our podcast season is going to go a little bit quicker, which Good for you. good for us, bad for you. Good for us, bad for you. <laughs> so we, <laughs> um, I don't know. Maybe we can work on a new formula. I don't know. We'll see. We're gonna start recording. We're gonna start recording soon too. We're not gonna. Uh, we gotta. We can't. And also, I think we're gonna probably have one more bonus episode. Yeah, I think soon. so. I I think and within the next couple yeah. of weeks we should be recording that. Yes, and then we'll start cranking out some episodes and get them out there. Um, but yeah, thank everyone for being patient and letting us have a vacation. Yeah, and not getting mad at us. Being cool about us doing something new for once. Yeah, yeah, I mean, this has to be better than the Dave and Buster's episode, and that's like one of our most downloaded episodes. Dude, I I love the Dave and Buster's episode. <laughs> I, I think some people really liked it. I don't know. I I couldn't I, imagine. I, I, I don't think it, I got a review with saying that was really good. Really? Yeah. Someone uh, wrote to me and was like, oh, my God, the Dave and Buster's episode. Because they also listened to Doughboys, so they kind of got what we were doing. And then we had a whole, like, comedy bang-bang conversation about, like, the Harris Whittles years. And oh, yeah, it was nice. Yeah, it was a whole, like, yeah, we were there, too, you know. Yo, very, yeah, very cool. Oh, yeah. Uh, all right, yeah, then, okay, I guess uh, I guess one person liked it. That's good. <laughs> I'll take it. <laughs> it's, it's better all I than need. I thought. <laughs> Well, all right, everyone. Thank you for listening and hanging out for this bonus. Speaking of call me bang bang, that's what I'm ripping that off of from. <laughs> bonus. <laughs>
Uh, all right, uh, everyone, thank you so much. And uh, I guess, oh, oh uh, to Ross, I was thinking, mm-hmm. let's tease this. Let's tease this here. I'm t- uh, let's uh, a good day to use. We've been doing that enough. What a a good day to use. I was thinking. <laughs> You know how I was going to wait, 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 you, you want to get rid of good days, good day to use? Yeah, I think I do. Why? Because I was thinking, I don't know, just to switch it up to do something new. Okay. And, and I was thinking, well, you can totally veto this and we can just do the good days to you. But and I was actually going to give the work to you. But if you don't want the work, I'll do what, it. To go find you know the how, new like, sign off line? Well, well, you know how each episode I will say like, does this episode blank or does it blank? And I'll have something to do with the episode. Oh, you're you're assigning me a new task. Of yeah. Okay. At the I end, of the, you off. say something they said in the episode that would sound like a sound like a, a, like a send off. Yeah, like some later boners, like, so, like I, that. I think we used like, to start doing. Uh, we, we, we were kind of doing that, and I think a good days to you came from that. Yeah, and then we just never changed it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. But we, I, I, you know, I'm just throwing that out. All right, there. we'll see how it goes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just something new, you know, keep it interesting. But um, all right, well, we're gonna do it now, anyways. We're gonna do the old school. Uh, so thanks everyone for listening, and until next time. Good day. A good day to use. Always Sunny Cast is not endorsed or affiliated with Always Sunny in Philadelphia, the FXX Network, or Philadelphia. The views and opinions expressed on this podcast are those of Eric Regan and Ross Northrup. Email thoughts, questions, suggestions, corrections, or things we just plain forgot to alwayshoneycastpod at gmail.com. And if you have a moment, please rate, subscribe, and review the podcast. And as always, thanks for listening, you jabronis. <laughs>